and Lee don't cross. Where where are you at? At a condo. Okay. Do you know what the address is? What? Hey, man, I'm trying to ask this guy right here. Okay. Excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Okay, I'll tell you what, let's do this. Rob, tell me what's going on. I've got it. Where are you at? <laughs> Rob. Yeah. Tell me what's going on. Somebody's been shot. I'm not, I haven't taken the vitals, but, but. Okay, all right, bear with me. I'm going to help you out here. Where exactly are you at Second and Lee? Rob. Yeah. Okay, boss, talk to me so I can try to help you here, okay? Give me some info. Where are you? I'm trying to find exactly where I'm at, sir. I'm walking out into the curb. Okay. Is the is the person breathing? I, I don't, don't look like it. Okay. Between, between Rillage, the, the, uh, the, the, the Lacondos are between the Rillage, and Second Avenue. Okay. And the sign right here says Carl Car Cardwell Place, 105 Lee Avenue. Okay. Alright, I got help on the way. Now tell me what's going on. I don't I'm I'm, I'm about to do do I need to walk back inside? That's up to you, Ollie Buffett. There's two there's two bullet wounds, two gunshots, side the wall. Okay. Alright, now do you do you know who this is? I mean, or tell me, tell me how you found this. Okay, what apartment is it? It's an apartment. You don't have to go back in there if you don't want to, but I mean, you know. Apartment four, sir. Okay. Is there a name to those apartments? Is there a what? Is there a name to the apartment? No, not that I know of. Okay. And you're not sure what the address is? No, sir. Okay. I mean, I hate that. I, I, I can't be the one to make this call. It's so, so messed up. Okay. All right, Rob. I got, I got some help coming to you now. Tell me what happened. I have no idea, sir. Okay. But, I mean, how did you... Yeah, I, 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 I received a phone call. 
There was an injured party inside this apartment. And hey, the male or female? Two. There's two people. Two people? Yeah. And they're both appear to be deceased? I think so, sir. Okay. Male, female, both? Yes. Yes. Don't know how don't, don't know how long they've been there. Okay. Both okay, hold on. You say they're male and female or both? What? What are their genders? It's a male and a female. Okay. I mean, oh do you see the officer yet? No, I hear the sirens, though. Okay. It's so messed up. I, I haven't even been upstairs. Okay. Do you got a call from who? <laughs> his name is uh, his name is Wayne. Uh, him and him and one was here sh uh, shared this apartment. Uh huh. And he came by. You know what I'm saying he walked in and, and got a bill, but he he uh, he he really didn't pay no attention. Uh huh. So he said, "Well, he said, man, I think." Thanks, thanks, I think somebody, I think they're hurting there. All right, so he called me because he know I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a man's best man. So I checked on him, and he's, it's, it's not looking good in here. Okay, and you said the guy's name is what? Did you get the call from? Wayne. Wayne. You know his last name? Uh uh Okay, and he's the roommate. Yeah. How, how, what, whatever situation, whatever, however they had it, uh, uh, situated. He's the roommate of one of the deceased parties? Yes, thanks so, sir. Okay. I don't know how to do this. Yes, I did, sir. Uh, who are you? What are you doing here? My name is Rob. Rob Gates. Okay. And I came, I came, I, I received a phone call, and I came down to uh, check it out. And it, it, who called you? Wayne. The uh, guy who was scared of the farm over there. He just, he, he just thought uh, uh, that... Yes. Give me a fight. Welcome to the Critical Onion Sunday Super Bowl Extravaganza. Yes, welcome everybody. I'm Sean. I'm Bethany. We're going to talk some football today. We are. And a little bit of, it's not a true crime because it's... No, it's a crime that really crime. happened. It's a true yeah. crime. Yeah, it's a true... It it's is. supposedly solved, but we don't think it's solved. Absolutely not. It's all hog... Wash Magosh from the Nashville PD. So, oh, Nashville. I thought we were talking about OJ. <laughs> no, we're not talking about OJ. No? How about Ray Lewis? Nope, not Ray Lewis. How about Ray Carruth? Nope, not Ray Carruth. Michael Vick? No. Aaron Hernandez? Wow, there's a lot of lists of NFL people. That and that's just the tip of the iceberg, <laughs> too. True crime. Yeah, a lot of killing going on in the NFL. <laughs> Today we're going to talk Steve McNair. Air McNair. Oh, yes. Good old country boy. Could sling that football. From Mississippi? Was he? I think so. I think he was, too. No, he was. He was. He was. Um, yeah. Guess what the dogs are going to do right now that we start a podcast? They're going to make noise. They yeah. haven't made noise forever. Yeah. You're going to have to do something. Okay. Why don't you talk to our listeners while I walk away? Talk about some Steve McNair. Yeah, but no, let's talk about some, some Patriots. Yeah. Okay. The colleges don't know we're from the New England area, so 
we pretty much mortgaged our house and bedded on the Patriots. Um, so, predictions, Patriots Day. I already put it officially on Instagram. 42 to 14 Patriots. 42 14. Yes. Wow, they always only win by like three points. This is going to be the year. You this, got that for me. I, I know. I'm that. hopping on that. I, I'm really feeling that. I feel like a 48 or 50 point performance by Brady in the offense and maybe like 10. Yeah. Yeah, like, so we're on the same wavelength. The like same, I said 42, yeah. 14. Yeah. Like 40, 50, and then 10. It's just we're in the same. They're due for a blowout in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, no matter what the score is, we're going to win. It's so funny. Other towns are. Or cities are like we just want a Super Bowl. <laughs> we're freaking spoiled. We're, yeah, spoiled. Spoiled rotten. Big time. And this is I think the most exciting Super Bowl I've I'm ready for. I, I'm smiling ear to ear when we talk about this. <laughs> for <know>. Cleveland fans. <laughs> I know a lot of our listeners probably hate us because oh, yeah. we love Brady, because we're from New England, but we need to enjoy it while it's here. Yeah, I mean Brady's eventually gonna retire in what, four in a, years. Yeah, that's what he says. I think he's gonna. It's gonna be less than that. No, he has to go out on top. Yeah, I mean, what if he wins six and yeah. then he doesn't win anything for the next three years, and it's like, oh, I'm retiring. That's yeah, not gonna happen. Don't say that. <laughs> I've seen pictures of they they like aged Brady, so he has like he's an old man. He's in a beard. The, those Bel- are hung up all over my work. And Belichick's like in a wheelchair, you know, with like it's, an IV, and they're just still like rolling on people in the Super Bowl. There's <laughs> a thing that says, I'll retire when I suck. And it's Brady with the long gray beard. Oh, I think I see that one. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't suck yet. No, he does not suck. No. He's, he's looking pretty sweet. That Kansas City quarterback won a bunch of awards. What's his Good. name? Yeah, Mahomes. Mahomes. Mahomes, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's um he's up and coming. He's the next big thing. He is. Do you know how many quarterbacks have came and gone since Brady started? I was thinking about that of Mahomes. Like, he's 20, what, 22, 23? 23. He has been growing up in an era of, like, legends, like a ton of awesome QBs, and now he gets to play against them and talk to them and interact with them. His life is just everything he grew up with. Yep, yep. Crazy. It's crazy. He was, like, three years old when Brady won his first Super Bowl. (laughs) Now, hold on. What is the math on that? (laughs) 2001, so 18 years ago. So he was five. He I was mean, that five. you weren't far off. Yeah, wow. I think it was 2001. Yeah. Yeah, it's 2001. Did we win or did we go in? Yeah. No, they they, they beat the the Rams. The St. Louis Rams. Yeah, Louis I Rams. was just saying that, that, that. They were the greatest uh, show on turf. The show on turf? The greatest show on turf. Oh, my God. Greatest show on Warner. earth. Greatest show on turf. Yeah, because they Play played on, on a fake grass field and. They had a bunch of fast wires. Like Torrey Holton's, a couple of other receivers are super fast. What, the Rams? Yeah, the Back Rams. Back in 2001? Yeah, they scored a bunch of points. They were supposed to beat us by 30. But then Brady came out. Well, it was mostly the defense. The defense kicked was, their asses up I and down the field. I heard that our defense was like wicked awesome back then. Yeah. 
I, <laughs> and if you ask the the running back, oh jeez, I can't think of his name. Um, we held the crap out of him the entire game. Really? Yeah, he couldn't go out and catch any passes because Willie McGinnis was like tackling him before he even get out of the backfield. That there was a lot of awesome. hand to hand combat that game. That's yeah, I didn't watch football back then. Oh. I mean, I re- oops, I remember the big game of Brady coming in. Kind of who doesn't remember that? But. I've been watching football for the last six, seven years. Like Good time to watch football in New England. It's a good time. <laughs> Can't escape it. No. Yeah, it's kind of obnoxious, though, sometimes. Like, people have taken to the next level. We're kind of casual fans in New England. We're not, we're not super... Well, no, we're not diehard fans. Yeah, like we're not when they had um, the thing at Patriot Place, which is like 20 minutes from our house. 15. The whole Yeah, r- rally or whatever going away. No. There's no way in hell you find me out there. Nope, there's way there. too many people. Yeah. I'll enjoy it from my home. Like there's kids that name their kids Tom Brady and yes. Gronk. And, yeah. No, we wouldn't even name our dogs that. No, we wouldn't do that. No. So we're, we're kind of casual and... No, we're fans. We're enjoying it. Oh, yeah. Five. Yeah. I mean, we're watching it because we're winning. I mean, it gets it gets boring to watch a sports team when you're not winning. I mean, look at the revolution. Yeah, that got old quick. They got old watching quick. them lose every yeah. day. <laughs> every we sack. were like season ticket holders for three years. Yep. And, and it, we got into soccer with our son, and they were doing okay, and they just got worse. They, we had their... The kind of climax with Jermaine well, they Jones. Made it to the MLS yes, yep. they were robbed. They were robbed. Yeah, they were. And then it just declined since then. And I, it's sad to think. It's not sad, but there's really people who will watch their teams through thick and thin. Yeah, that's I can't do. That. I couldn't do it. I mean, good for those people who do it. They're like loyal to death. When I first when, when our son first got in soccer, I don't think they lost a home game in a year and a half. Yeah, so we, we just came watched in on the like win. A, yeah, the, and, uh, the high. And then we went from getting season tickets to watch them kind of kind of suck. Yep. And then go to a half a season. Like we didn't buy the full season ticket. We bought the half season ticket package. So, yep. We went to half the home games, and they sucked. Yep. Then we went to, hey, let's watch them you know, at home on Saturday night. Maybe we go to two or three games. And that, and even after this past year, it's just like, I don't even think I want to tune them in on a Saturday night now. It's right. a waste of time. The audio sounds weird. I think our audio sounds awesome. Are we ready to talk Steve McNair? Who? Steve McNair. Yes, he played for the Cleveland Cavaliers. No, he didn't play for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Do you know? Do you think a lot of people know Steve McNair? I mean, I don't know football. When did he retire? He retired in two thousand and eight. He was one year into retirement. Um, Played. I know why he was a QB for the Tennessee Titans. Um, Went to Acorn State. Well, it's it's Alcorn. Alcorn. I, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say Acorn too, but yeah, it's Alcorn. Yeah, it's, Alcorn, it's Alcorn State. State yeah. Tiny yeah. college. Do you know his birthday is on Valentine's Day? Oh, get out of here! Yeah, he was born February fourteenth, nineteen seventy-three. He was a ladies' man. 
He was. By all accounts. He, he had a, a lot, lot of big, ladies in his life. Yes, a little too many ladies. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Maybe one too many, and that's why he's not with us anymore. Not true. No, we don't. Yep, we're going to talk about it. So he made it to the Super Bowl, from what I understand. And what were they? A yard? No. One foot shot of the goal line. And who won? Who'd they play that year? Carolina. Oh. That's so Was it Carolina? Oh, man. You're talking about my memory. I just seen it like 10 minutes ago. And but I, hold on, I don't have The St. Louis Rams. A yard short against the Rams. Oh, they, yeah, the Rams. Then we wow, went to the, the Super Rams Bowl the are just year. all over the place. We think, started with the Rams. We're playing the Rams. McNair played against the Rams. Yeah. In the Super one and one and only Super Bowl. The Rams killed Steve McNair. Maybe, Maybe. that's a rumor. Could be. Yeah. A lot of rumors. Yeah. He was co MVP. Shared it with Peyton Manning in two thousand and three. Um. And he was found dead in his Nashville condo that he was renting on July 4th, 2009. You know his net worth? What was his net worth? $26 million. Oh, wow. It's pretty good. It is pretty good. He was brought up, yep, Mississippi. He was poor. He had a very poor life. Um, his father wasn't in his life. But his mom, Lucille... Lucille McNear was his mom. They built a giant house for her. Yeah, he did. Yeah. That's like the governor's house. From what I uh, read. He seemed like, from what I read in the research I did, he was like a good person. Yes. And, you know? All accounts that he was a good person. Yeah. His mistress, girlfriend, was a good person. I couldn't <laughs> dig much up on his wife. Michelle. Michelle McNear. I know he has four children. He has four children by three different women. Three different women, yeah. Yes, so he has Steve Latrell McNair, who he, which was his high school, high school girlfriend. They were, she got pregnant in high school, and they ended up parting ways. She was on a podcast we listened to, and seemed fine, just young, stupid, she had a baby. I don't know how much he was in his life. Her name was Cotina, I think. Cotina Fizel. Then he actually started dating someone named Sheila McNair. McNair. No, I remember that from But the no podcast. relation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and had a baby, it Stephen. It is down south, though. Yeah. So, yeah no. <laughs> and then he had Trenton and Tyler with his, his wife, Michelle. There's a whole bunch of hate mail. Yeah. There was um, rumors, though, that he was going to leave his wife, Michelle, how long were they married? They were married from 1997 till he passed. So, 12 years they've been married. Yeah. Apparently, that's what he was telling his uh, mistress, Jenny. So, he had a mistress. Yep. Well, he. this is one of many mistresses from what I found doing research. But Sahel? Sahil? They call her Jenny. A.K.A. Jenny Kazemi was his girlfriend, his mistress. Mistress. She was 20 years old. She was a waitress at Dave & Buster's. He met her at Dave & Buster's in December of 2008, right around Christmas That's time. a great place, Dave & Buster's. Is it? Mm, 
No, it's not. I just kind of said that. I mean, we went there a couple times. It's fun for a good half an hour, play some games. But before you know it, you're spending like 80 bucks and you have 500 tickets to buy an eraser at the at the, at the the counter. Yeah, it's like a Chuck E. Cheese, but for kids. No, for adults. Honey. For adults, I mean. Yeah. For, no, I had it backwards. Um, let's see. At least had a birthday party there. She did. That was pretty cool. That was fun. That was a good family fun night. I didn't like the food because everybody, they were all eating healthy, their whole family. So it was a bunch of like. I don't remember that. Healthy food. I remember I was so disappointed. I'm like, what's all this food? My I sister's going to listen to this. She's going to be like, oh, I hate the food. Yeah, you're screwed. What are you doing? Nothing. You're breathing so the gate I doesn't. You but, um, okay. I I actually like our mics. I think it sounds great. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> dead air, dead air, dead air. Okay, so their affair, from what I understand, wasn't a secret. They went out in public together. Yeah, they sure did. He took on a vacation to Bermuda. And yep. had some pictures. But they, they looked like they were doing some kind of Swing thing? Yeah, um, what's that called when you're doing... Bungee? The, the kite. Oh, um, not parasailing. Hand gliding? Some no. Crap some, like that. Some, something like something that. Something Dave in the air. I wouldn't do. Yeah. Um, and let's see. So, what do you got on your list? What do I got on my list? Yeah, I, I can kind of go into the crime scene of what happened, and then we can go from there if you'd like to do that. Yeah, well, talking about Jenny, by all accounts, she was a happy person. Yeah, her yeah. friends. There's she's a lot from, of interviews uh, with her friends. She where is she from? I don't know. She's from our, I, she was, uh, Oh, she's Iranian. She's, yeah, she's Iranian. Yes. She came over here, I think, younger, but... Yeah, when she was younger. Yep, she was Iranian. Um, all of her friends say she was a good person. She was a lot of fun, a lot of spontaneous, like really spontaneous. Yeah, yeah. She was having a a good life. It seems like she's living Mm -hmm. her life. Twenty years old. Mm -hmm. Dating Steve McNair. Yeah. Bought her an Escalade. Yes, he did. Well, he well well, he didn't really buy her an Escalade. He put a down payment on an Escalade and want her to pay the monthly payment. Which was like a nine hundred dollar a month payment. I'd be like, I don't want this fucking car. Take it back. I can't afford it. That's my mortgage payment. Thanks, buddy. (laughs) No, thank you. And then she'd try to have her friend take the other car payment that she had, which only lasted for like a month. So then she ended up having two car payments. So Jenny had, you know, towards time when she died she couldn't afford a lot of stuff that she had supposedly she had financial issues yeah her roommate moved out yeah moved back to buffalo new york i believe with her family yeah she was kind of stuck paying that uh tab there but from what i understand what i've read and listened on podcasts that steve did send her four or five thousand i seen Podcast said five thousand dollars, and what I read online was four thousand dollars. Like he just, he'd wire that to her, so she had money whenever she needed it. When she passed away, the following day, she had twenty five hundred dollars in her account. Yeah, but there was um, there was some statements about she asked him. No, oh, the text messages. She asked him for two thousand dollars. She did. Yeah, like right There's, before she, right before she was killed. 
Oh, so yeah. if she had twenty five hundred after, then you know she had five hundred in her bank. That's pretty decent for a twenty year old. Yeah, yeah. Not With the bad. monthly car payment of nine hundred bucks. But this all goes into if our listeners don't know is that the the police said um they just came out and I mean after four days of ex- extensive uh, investigation they uh, came up with the murder the suicide. cause of death as a murder suicide four full days wow that was pretty intense and after finding another gun that was bought by somebody else laying on the floor. Because Steve had four bullet wounds, two in his chest, one in each temple, and she had one bullet wound in her in her temple. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. Um, and from what I understand, she's never shot a gun in her life. She has no experience. Yeah. So to get some fatal wounds, it's pretty uh, pretty accurate. Pretty. Well, the- Pretty talented. She went into probably should have went into shooting. What was the guy we're listening to in the podcast? Vincent. Vincent Hill. Vincent he was a Hill. previous Nashville police officer who believes from the day they closed the case that it was all not bullshit. He's been but, investigating it for yeah. eight years. Yeah. yeah. I don't buy that. Anybody can squeeze a trigger on a gun. Um, you think so? Yeah, anybody can. Baby well, can know, do it. You, but see, you see kids do it all the time. It's just not one of those things. Yeah, but like in the temples and then in the heart. Well, like I'd, they're specifically certain that, organs. Oh, I'd, sorry. I'd say they're sitting there on the couch and she just popped two of them into them. And then. But then I heard there was like bullet holes in the wall. So if you're laying on the couch. When you get one through the head, then you get the other one through the head. I don't know why I shouldn't. Did he get really a shot twice in the head? I just looked at the autopsy report. I didn't see that. Yeah. There was one in each temple. Both temples. One temple. Uh, left temple, right temple, and two in the chest. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's pretty, um, pretty precise. Like... I don't know. I well, use... the headshots are going to be uh, when he's down. And then there was questions about how did she possibly do that if the lights weren't on. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't pay attention to that part of it about the lights because I thought I heard something about him coming home in the middle of the night. Him being his roommate, right? His roommate, or no? No. Okay, I'm not going to continue talking because I don't know that piece. You listened to that more than I did. Well, oh, you didn't have that. Okay. Sorry. Well, totally messed that up, huh? No, it's okay. Jenny asked Steve for $2,000 to cover her bills. Yep. She was drowning in debt. Um, yeah. I think it was his... It was his manager, Bill, that came by the next day, and they, were, and they were asking him. Um, he walked in, passed him on the couch. He thought it was one of Steve's friends, went to the refrigerator, grabbed a bear, came back. So it's obviously too dark in there to see who it was. This was um, the Neely guy. Neely guy, yes. yes. The, the next day. Yep. I mean, that's just... The, ne- the next day at 12.40. 12.40 p.m. when it's light out. Yeah, when it's light out. Because all the curtains are down. 
Yeah, that, that means there's no lights on in the house. I know, but look at our curtains are shut right now. When you can at least see something, you're gonna yes. know. That's bullshit. That's why they to be able to walk in the house and you didn't know. That's why a lot of people question me. If she did it, would she do it in the pitch black? You know what I mean? Did she get oh, two shots? Oh, because the timing it would have happened, she would have... She's the last person supposedly in that room. Yes. And shot him. And well, it's pitch black in there where Peter walks in and he can't tell. Is his name Peter? Oh, McNeely. McNeely walks in. Not McNeely, in. just Neely. Neely his last walk- name's Neely. Peter McNeely. That's actually a boxer. Wayne Neely. Wayne Neely. Is this guy's name. Yes. He walks in. He looks on the couch. He thought it was actually one of Steve's friends. Yeah. was passed out on the couch or something. sleeping on the couch. Went to the fridge. Got a beer. Came back. Mm-hmm. And then was kind of looking like, who is that? And then said, oh, shit. There's something wrong. Yeah. Even, even then when he went outside, then he called Gillian, which is Steve's. Not Gillian. Nope. Robert Gaddy. Robert Gaddy. Yeah. Gillian is who Gilliam is who we think, well at least I think, has something to do with it. Oh, he called So it's Gaddy. a completely guess. Oh, that's Robert what I had Gaddy my was someone that um, he had a restaurant with. Yes. It was still thirteen thousand dollars. Gridiron Gridiron Nine. Yep. Steve McNair opened up, and Gaddy was working for him, running the business. And then at some point, Steve McNair walked into a bank and saw his balance and was like, something about $13,000. And he's like, that has to be a mistake. That's not, that's something money's missing. And asked to see the transaction, and he saw the transaction. And it was a check that Gaddy wrote, signed it, forged it, or signed it, or did something. Yeah, he had Steve. Um, stole thirteen thousand dollars from him. You need three signatures. He told Steve that it was going to be for like office supplies or something like that. So Steve's like, okay, he signed the check. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. So he lied to him. Yeah, he lied to he him. He manipulated him. Thirteen G's. So then, McNear fired him. Yes, he did. Yeah, he fired yeah, him yeah, from yeah, the restaurant. Yeah. That's serious. I mean, you're being accused of stealing thirteen thousand dollars. Your buddy Steve McNair, you're working for, you're running a restaurant. You steal thirteen thousand dollars, and he fires you. Wouldn't you be bullshit? I'd be pretty angry. I mean, you fucked up, but still, that has to be like embarrassing to a point. I mean, in that area, people know who you are. Oh yeah, everybody knows who he was. Yes, that's crazy. So, suspect number two. well, who's suspect number one? I have, uh, my, my suspect is uh, uh, Gilliam. All right, so let's talk about Gilliam. It's Adrian Gilliam. Adrian Gilliam was, was friends or acquaintances with Jenny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually, at some point I read or heard that they were dating. But that wasn't found out until after. And Jenny supposedly bought a, the gun for $100 from Adrian Gilliam. Yeah, before that happened, too, there was a... It was... Yeah, they, they texted... Um, Gilliam and Jenny texted 49 t- um, times the last full day of her life. Oh, they exchanged more than 200 calls. Yes. But the last day, there was 49 texts. Yeah, four minutes. Gillian had called her and talked with her for three minutes at uh, 12.02 on July 4th. Two hours before uh, 
before uh, Jenny and McNair were supposedly uh, shot and killed, well, shot and killed herself. There was another text at 1.17 in the morning. He texted you good, and she texted him back saying yes. What's yes. that all about? You good. What does that mean? I don't know. Any, any, any ideas? don't know. I don't know. It doesn't... I mean, if I was Gilliam and I'm dating Jenny, um, I mean, there could be some animosity there, and I mean, that's kind of motive, right? Yeah. Well, the the, the police theory is that Jenny was spiraling out of control. Yeah, her and money. That she had a DUI a couple days before. July second. Yep. July second. Supposedly, 2nd. Steve Steve was in the passenger seat, but the video online. You couldn't see him or hear him, right? Yeah, that was annoying trying to get to the bottom of that. But she seemed fine. She... Yes, yeah, she did. And they have a actually a jailhouse video that shows Jenny was in good spirits after the DUI. Um, she was uh, on the tape. Jenny was in the jail. Um, Doing hair. Someone's yeah. hair, right? She was talking to strangers. At one point, she's fixing a woman's hair. Um, she never seemed angry. This is from CBS, too. There was a team by CBS, and she wasn't unhappy. So that didn't kind of fit the... Didn't jive with what the police report yeah. said. How she was spiraling out of control. Yeah, and that's our whole thing about this case. Was the police report? Yeah. How they, quickly they, they shut it and said, yep, murder-suicide. Yeah, four days. And it's just it's so many answered this, questions. Like, there's, there's, their whole thing was she murder-suicide... She bought the gun she from Gilliam, yep. which came from, the that story came they from Gilliam. Know, they didn't know that at first either. They traced the gun back to a pawn shop. And then when they, from the pawn shop, they traced it to Adrian uh, Gilliam. Who Gilliam. The, Gilliam, who bought the, game, uh, bought the gun a year, a um, year and a half before the murders. Oh, so that's so crazy. So then the only way that gun gets into Jenny's hand that has to do with that crime is by Gilliam coming up with the story to say Jenny bought it from him? Yes, that's like, correct. Think of that. That's Gilliam's gun. But no, there's no okay. evidence that that transaction ever happened. No, but if you just strip everything away and just look at the facts, Gilliam's gun... Talked to her friends. They were, she was fine. Yep, yep. I mean, and then look at the timeline. I mean, it just... Do you know Gilliam's um, alibi was... Uh, Tony he was, Smith. He was hanging out with a friend's house. Yeah. Um, that kind of got uh, smashed in half there. When the, the friend was, was like, no. Yeah, it was a bail bondsman, too. He told the investigators that Gilliam was never around that night. Yeah, that's crazy. So with all of this, I don't know. Yeah, despite all the inconsistencies, contradictions, lies by Gilliam, um, he was eliminated for a suspect because his cell phone pinged 18 miles from the crime scene. His cell phone was a cricket, that cricket cell phone. That it's night. one of those cell phones you buy at CVS. Yes. So if you wanted to, you could just leave it any way you want to kind of quote unquote your alibi and then go do what you need to do. I mean, your phone isn't attached to you, especially 2009. I mean, well, that's how they cleared him. 
That's ridiculous. It is oh, ridiculous. and did you know that he was charged? What would I have? He was a convicted. Was he convicted? I'm trying to get to the point of um, two accounts of second degree murder and larceny in the state of Florida, I believe. Um, let me see. Murder. I have it here somewhere. Yeah, I have it in my notes, too. Uh, my notes are oh, all over the place. Yeah, now. I know my notes are too. It says, oh, okay. So Gilliam had a lengthy criminal history, including felony convictions in Florida on three counts of attempted armed robbery and second degree murder. I mean, yeah. come on. You're going to take an entire case and base it on a convicted murderer's story, and it's done. Yeah, his alibi was a lie. Yeah, his alibi was a lie. His like, gun was found at the scene. Yes. It just makes no sense to me. Do you know they did uh, CBS um, obtained records at uh, this, this uh, powder residue test on Jenny's hands were inconclusive? Oh, no, I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. I found that in my research. That's, oh, my gosh. And there's little of no evidence that Gilliam ever sold the gun. It's just his story who lied repeatedly. Which there's not one person on this entire earth to back up his story. No. Because even it supposedly happened in the parking lot of Dave and & Buster's. And that camera, the cameras in the parking lot, there's no evidence of that ever happening. Like, never. So what is Gilliam's uh, motive? Gilliam's motive is like anger. He loved me. Maybe he loved Jenny. Yep. And wanted to be with her. He was testing her mess uh, two hundred times. There's a motive. Yes. Opportunity. Yeah, he was. His alibi is shit. His alibi is shit. Correct. The means. His gun was found his and used in the crime. Yes. Like it's crazy. Yes. And he got. He ended up getting two and a half years. Thirty months. But if you. It's just... For a gun charge. For yeah. a gun charge. Where it just... He, what, claimed he... He admitted to the gun charge. He did. Yeah, why not? Well, you're going to get out yeah. 30 months instead of 30... You almost found at a, at a crime scene. So it's just like, yeah, it's, I sold it to the person that just used it. And he got away with it. Like, okay, so... Uh, I think my my opinion after researching everything, the couple, you know, I was thinking Robert Gaddy, I can understand he'd be mad or whatever, but the more you look into Adrian Gilliam, mm -hmm. it it's like a no brainer. It is a no brainer, and it's, that's it's horrible insane. that it's it's listed as a murder suicide. The Nashville PD closed it up. It didn't even go down any other paths. Nothing makes sense whatsoever. Well, the Nashville PD did release their final case summary. It's a 250-plus page, pages of statements, interviews, diagrams, lab analysts. Um, and uh, they say that there's nothing in that that contradicts their conclusions. Jenny did it. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Four days, two hundred fifty pages. I was thinking of two. Um, his wife. That's how he got off, Gilliam. Uh, my cell phone was eighteen miles away. 
And he told multiple stories. His, the, they change at some yeah, point. He did told he multiple. sell the gun Thursday night or did he sell the gun Friday night? That yeah, changed. Yeah, two different. Yeah, and his, his, he told multiple stories for his alibi, too. Yeah, nothing. Nothing panned out and his gun that came out of there. his mouth. Yeah. But, but he wasn't part of it. What, like, I think, why? What is the, like, why would the Nashville police close it so quickly? Was it just to, all right, close another one. We, we completed this, solved this case. You know what I mean? Like, wh- why would it's they just, do that? It's, it's easy to do. It's so sad. And he's a hero. So it's just murder. So they didn't want to dig up. I, I don't know. I mean, he, I don't know. I don't know. It's just sad. Just crazy. Could you convict Gilliam? Could you convict him? Could you? Could if I? If you presented with that evidence in a courtroom, could you put him away? Um. I don't think there's enough. No, there's no. It shows that well, he he's a, a convicted motive. felon. He lies. Yep. Um, his weapon was used. Yep. But it doesn't necessarily put him at the crime scene. No, but he can't put, we can't. But you can't put him anywhere else. You can't put him anywhere else either. There's been people convicted for a lot less. I mean, if I was on the jury and I heard that, he wouldn't be innocent. But the question is, what's on the table? Is the death penalty on the table? Life on the table? I think that plays, that's a factor when you decide to be guilty or not. I don't think you have enough to put him to death. No. Life. Yeah, but that's two people. Just think about that. If he really killed them, that's two people he killed. And he did two and a half years. Yeah, yeah. He got away with it. It just sounds insane, too. He's going to yeah, kill someone else. At the, my gun was found at the murder scene, you know. I just sold the door in our parking lot. There's yeah. no evidence of that. Yeah, nobody knows that. Yeah, she killed herself. Yeah. After she killed him. Yeah. Because she was... Why? Yeah, why would she you know what mean? do that? Yeah. Why? Even all the interviews that we heard of our friends, like, it just didn't add up. And the police try to say they actually took a bunch of text out of context. Right. Saying, look, she's distraught. It's like, no, that isn't, that's not her being distraught. That's her talking dirty to him. Yes. Yes. Actually, I have the text here of what it says. I have them here. It says, um... Baby, this was at, oh, this was the day before 4 or 4 p.m. Baby, I have to be with you tonight. I don't care where. Tell me you're going to be with me. Baby, we're going to go. We're going to be at when I get off. I'll be home around 11. We're, everything's baby. I'm at home until the kids fall asleep, he said. I'll call you when I get off, is what Jenny said. Um, probably not going to have trouble with the kids getting to sleep. Okay. I'm going to the condo. She said in a minute and he said, okay. And then she recited, they asleep, babe. And Steve says they are, I'm on my way. And then Jenny says, you want me to open the gate? And McNair sent twice. No, open the front door. She said, it's open. But then she said, I'm going to the store. That was the last one. But then there was something else that she sent to him when? I was thinking of the Gillian text. 
No, I was thinking of Jenny and McNair text. No, I was thinking of Gillian. Well, her to her text just um they I, had they had one where they, they they used it to say like, look, she's distraught because she said something. It, it was peculiar. No, it, it if wasn't. You take it. It wasn't it, text. It was a manager at Dave and Buster. She was having a conversation with, and that she said her life is shit. Her life is shit. And then pause. I need to end it. But the context of that conversation was around Steve McNair. So it was more of, I need to end it, more relationship-wise, when it's being construed as she meant her life. She needs to end her life. Was she talking about Steve or is she talking about Gilliam? I don't know. Her life is shit. I need to end it. Because it didn't seem too bad with Steve. No. That's true. Because Gilliam is a... uh... He was he was unemployed at the time. Yeah. And uh he's pretty much just a thug uh hanger on her. She just got herself into the to the wrong um she oh, she was dating four guys. Did I tell you I, that? Yeah. It, I have the list. So she was look, dating Steve McNair, then her her ex boyfriend Keith Norfleet. Um she dated for a while. And they broke up like the year before, and he's the one who actually went and got her car out of the pound is impound when she had a DUI. He went to the police station supposedly. Then she was dating Adrian Gilliam, and then there was some other football player she was dating. So she, Jenny, was texting four guys over the last few weeks of her life. So she was just having fun. Twenty year old having fun. It just went the wrong way with one of them. Age, I mean, Adrian Gilliam. Goddamn dogs. We need to figure out to put them in, like, dog care while we do our podcast. Try to put them upstairs and they just scratch on the door. I'm going to open the door real quick. Oh, I'm going to yeah. finish this up, though, because we do have to get ready for the Super Bowl. That's right. Making some buffalo chicken dip. Going to our daughter's house. Going to have a whole bunch of football food. That's right. I'm so excited. I got to get my Patriot shirt on. That's right. My Patriot socks on. That's right. With some shark slippers. That's right. That I'm going to wear there. Shark slippers? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Nice comfy slippers I'm going to wear over. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to chill and watch it. Yeah, it's going to be some chilling. Yeah, I'm so excited. I figure what else she said she was going to have for food. Some pigs in a blanket, some nachos and cheese, some chicken wings maybe. Well, we only have a few hours, so if anybody wants to drop us a line or something and let us know who do you think is going to win or hit us up on the Instagram. Um, <laughs> Send us a Yahoo it's, email. Nope, nope. Reach us out on Facebook. Nope, you can find us. I can go through the places they can find us rather than you just rambling off places criticalonions.com that is a fact criticalonions.com right in the home page you can drop us a line right there right there yes let us know who you think is going to win I'm going to post it on Facebook I'll get a poll going actually I'm sorry not on Facebook on Twitter 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 has a poll thingy oh good Instagram Um, does too don't they no they just post pictures and that's it you can do that Oh, in your story, you can. I can show you. Oh, it's a story. Yeah, yeah you can't put on your feed. You have to put on your story. 
It's a story. Okay. Instagram, Critical Onions. Facebook, Critical Onions with two S's at the end. And then Twitter, Critical Onions. That's where they can find us. There's a lot of places they can find us. They sure do. You can even email us, criticalonions at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I just wish that they would find us and follow us. Yeah, they need to tell strangers. Yeah. We're hitting a big milestone on our downloads. Are we? Yes. What are we up to, 20,000? No, I can't tell you. It's a surprise. Oh, it is? Yes. I'm going to post it on Instagram. Two people? <laughs> no, Sean. Oh, Okay. Four. Uh, no. We're on episode 12. This is 12. Episode 12. Episode 12. Yeah, we, we have a good number of people who download our podcast. It. You listen to it. Our daughter listens to it. My sister probably listens to it every now and then. So this four times 12 is, what's the math on that? 48. 48. So we have 48 listens, 50 listens. No, Sean. Do we have any sponsors yet? No. Do we make any money? No. 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 Okay. What do you think the dogs are doing? I don't know. I think they're destroying the house yeah, upstairs. Yeah, the house up right now because they can't come downstairs. So they're like, oh, it's, not, it's like that, huh? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. All right. We got to go to a Super Bowl party. All right. Um, Thanks for listening. Make sure you tell what, a stranger about the What was the that? That was SI.com on Stitcher. If anybody's interested in this oh, case. Oh, it was... Um, Oh, it's on Stitcher. Titan. Follow the Titan. Follow the Titan. Follow the Titan. Follow the Titan. Um, Criminology podcast. No. Was it Criminology? No. No, it was a Sports Illustrated one. Okay. You can do that. Um, it was actually a CBS special that was on it that we didn't, I didn't know until about 10 minutes before we started this podcast. Yeah, we need to plan a little bit better. This podcast sucked. No. I mean, it's a Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, Steve McNair, Fall of a Titan. Um, there's probably how many episodes? In this? I think there's like eight. There's eight episodes. It's, it's pretty, pretty good. Pretty, it's laid out pretty well. Yes. The, the way they it's chronological, and then they talk about kind of the suspects and paint the picture of who Jenny was and. Oh yeah, they talked I thought a it was an awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah I, Very interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. I didn't know either. I thought it happened like the police said it happened, and just you know, she was just a scorned lover, and, and she just you know ended it all, murder suicide. No oh, bad shit happens. Honey, you can't believe everything you hear. And then you, you look hear. at it, it's like, hold on, what the? That didn't happen. You are lied to every day. <laughs> yes. We, we are, are lied, lied to. to every day. Yeah, there we are. Yeah. In every way, shape, or form. Yeah. Lies. When I was when I found the CBS report where they said that there that was, was a good report. It was inconclusive. Yep. And I'm like, I never believe anything I read. I'm like, how am I going to go on a podcast and then say this? Because I don't believe anything. I <laughs> like, it's why like, are we choosing to believe certain yes. things of research that we did? Okay, I can say it's been reported by CBS. Right. Right. But I don't know. All right, we're going to go kick some dogs. <laughs> no, we're not. No, I'm seriously. All right, everyone. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Go, Pats. Go, Patriots.